Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And good afternoon, my friends. Happy Friday, everybody. If you're listening to this anywhere in the sound of my voice, congratulations. You made it. And we'll go out to the guest line right now. Waste no time here. We're bringing in our good buddy of the program, Brent Beard. You can follow him on Twitter at Brent Beard, B-E-A-I-R-D. He's a college football analyst for First Coast News, as well as a Heisman Trophy voter. Brent, it's Carlos Ortiz. It's Diesel. How are you doing, my friend? Well, guys, I'm doing well. Let me give you something to chew on uh, real quick. A year from now, and I, I bring this up from time to time, a year from now, with the way this schedule is looking we may very well be going into the weekend instead of uh, with some of the SEC and ACC games that we've got. This may be rivalry weekend uh, if they back the schedule up a week. And next week, that normally would be rivalry weekend, will be championship weekend, uh, SEC, ACC, et cetera, playing for – a chance to go to the playoffs, guys. How how would that uh, affect folks' Thanksgiving <laughs> over mm-hmm. the next few years? <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. there's a lot of things, uh, Brenda, that they're already considering with the schedule. Obviously, we know we're eventually going to get the 12-team playoff format. Yeah. Um, it looks like you know college football is closer to it. Now, I'm seeing a couple of reports that we're going to get five automatic qualifiers with yeah. conference championships and right. seven at-large at bids. Um, so that'll change the format from six and six to five and seven. How soon do you think we can have that in place? Maybe next year. I think that's what they're looking at right now. Now that's the suggestion uh, from the uh, the appropriate committee, shall we say, that they got, and then they've got to decide on what they want to do. But I mean, uh, again, the way the expansion situation is going. Uh, uh, sometimes we don't know that. But, again, for our listeners, they're doing this because instead of the six, it's obvious would be the five because the Pac-12 will basically no longer exist. Right. So uh, that, that that's the thing they're looking at right now. Uh, and, and I think it may very well be in place uh, for next year because I guess, guys, right, oh, uh, there's really not a- anything else they could go on besides that unless something comes up we don't foresee right now yeah yeah i mean it's interesting how you know uh, how college football is going to continue to realign i I, we're inevitably going to be headed to two super conferences i I just i can't imagine a world where everybody survives they're going to start to cannibalize each other here brent right uh you know let me get to the obviously 
what everybody's been talking about the last month. You know, it seems like we're finally getting toward a conclusion with this Michigan scandal yes. with the sign stealing. Uh, Jim Harbaugh says he's going to accept the Big Ten's three-game suspension. Why, after a week of sitting out, uh, why has he finally just said, you know what, we're just going to drop the lawsuit? They have really played this thing up about as much as they can do it, and I think they realize that even though he won't be available for the Ohio State game, their thought process is that they're going to be in the playoffs and he'll be back by then. Uh, Guys, this was basically uh, a a situation where the commissioner and the other teams in the Big Ten they wanted a pound of flesh. Let's just be honest about that. Yeah. And they were able to get it, but in the process of getting it, what they were able to do is uh, they were – look, uh, guys, you all may disagree, but they were never going to keep Michigan out of the playoffs. Michigan is their cash cow right now, mm-hmm. along with Ohio State, and there is no way in the world uh, that they were going to uh, – uh, prevent Michigan from going to the playoffs. So uh, basically in their mind, uh, they were able to quote-unquote punish um, Harbaugh uh, and probably throw in a little fine there too. And then uh, they're able to, to get on their business and they can tell their fan bases and the commissioner can tell the presidents and the uh, athletic directors that we actually disciplined him and did something about it. How's that? Yeah. I mean, the pound of flesh makes sense because, you know, it's the other teams in the conference that are essentially, yes. you know, pointing, yes. yelling fingers at each other like, hey, what's going on over here? Uh, but there's an interesting little wrinkle that came out earlier today. Uh, Michigan actually fired their linebacker coach, Chris yeah. Partridge. Um, now that seems to be stemming from a lack of cooperation with the NCAA investigation there. Uh, why would Michigan make such a move if, if they were adamant that they were innocent and there was nothing to see there? Well, I wonder, guys, if that was uh, some of the deal uh, that we may never know about. I mean, what was was the deal with them uh, that behind the scenes uh, it was Partridge? Um, uh, it, I mean, was he basically uh, in uh, cahoots with uh, – stallion and they knew they had to make a move or they found out something toward the end um but yes he is he uh, he is gone uh the same time they accepted so the folks who are wondering if all this went into uh uh, uh together it very well may have happened Brent, the Virginia Attorney General has now threatened suit against the NCAA to allow James Madison to play in a big-time bowl game and play in the Sunbelt Conference Championship game. And let's be real, Brent, they're only doing this because in any other season, James Madison would be in contention for a New Year's Six Bowl. So what exactly, uh, in your mind, will the Virginia uh, Attorney General be alleging in this suit? And what is the likelihood, in your opinion, that it might turn out in James Madison's favor? Well, the thing they tried to get from this was uh, a waiver uh, in order for uh, James Madison to be able to play. Uh, They were not able to get the waiver. They were turned down uh, 
because of the waiver. So where they are now is could James Madison still be able to play guys because they're not going to have enough teams and enough slots to fit the bowl games. So that is still a, a real possibility. Guys, I'm sorry. That's just asinine. Uh, you you allow a school uh, to go uh, to Division One, and you don't let them, particularly with the year that they've had being a bowl game. I mean, I, I mean, what in the world, frankly? So uh, I hope they get in. I hope they get rid of this rule. It's just nonsensical. It, it it's punishing uh, for these teams that make that move. I mean, how much tr- how much uh, transition do you actually need uh to be able to do it and uh, uh look maybe through the courts um that the legal option something might come of that that we don't see right now but it, it's a it, it's a real shame that they uh didn't give them the waiver and hopefully by this time at the end of the year when they go through all their NCAA legislation, uh, do you think, guys, they might get rid of that rule after all this publicity? That has really been bad for them. Now, Brett, I I don't know um, if James Madison would be putting up such a stink if they were a three-loss football team right now and potentially headed to the Camellia Bowl. Sure. You know, if that was the kind of season. I understand the rule – as of last year of an FCS team, you have to sit out because you have more scholarships than everybody else. But the first year as an FBS team doesn't make a lot of sense. The interesting caveat to this, Brent, is that James Madison didn't actually play their last season as an FCS team. They were granted immediate entry into FBS. So their quote-unquote first year of transition was was in the Sunbelt Conference. They got, they got a concession that I don't think anybody else has probably ever gotten when transitioning from FCS to FBS. But I do I do find it curious and wonder if James Madison will fight this unjust rule next year if it doesn't benefit them anymore. Yeah, you know, are they well, going to be fighting to abolish yeah. this this travesty so that no other team whoever transitions up ever has to deal with this and I'm not entirely sure that they will. Yeah, no, I don't either. Uh, but, but is it certainly something we'll watch and see what does the will, will the uh, will will the powers to be do anything uh, to lessen some of these restrictions in order to let some of these schools go to a bowl? And, and again, I mean, I, I frankly hope they're able to do that. And, and, and when I've seen, uh, there may not be enough teams, so they may be in there anyway. Look, that's how some teams like a Florida were trying to maybe get in would be on their, uh, what, uh, APR uh, type ratings uh, if they're five and seven or something like that. So uh, it depends on how many bowl slots they need to fill at the end of the year. Yeah, and Brent, since we'll look into the, a little bit more of the uh, playoff here picture, we got five undefeated teams right now, so this might be a moot point once Michigan and Ohio State play each other. Someone's obviously going to lose. Um, what does Washington need to do to get over Florida State? Are, are we just awaiting the committee, just awaiting for Ohio State and Michigan to play each other, and those two guys will all slide up considering they might not lose? You know, look at Florida State's schedule. Uh, they got games against North Alabama and Florida, You know, so presumably they're going to take care of business there. Um, 
Are we just waiting for one of those guys to knock each other out and we'll have our final four? Or do we see a world where the loser of Michigan and Ohio State can still be secured a final four spot here? Possibly. But, see, you might have the same thing if Alabama runs a table, Georgia runs a table, Georgia's undefeated, Alabama's one loss, and Alabama wins, uh, and both Georgia and Alabama uh, only have one loss, and it's, say, a close game. Could both those teams go, like a Michigan and Ohio State? The committee really, guys, has been bailed out over the last few years because of the last couple of weeks of the season because you've had enough upsets uh, that have kind of cleared the path. We haven't had that this year. Now, could we have that uh, with Texas and Iowa State? Could we have that with Oregon State and Washington? Those will be games everybody will be watching tomorrow, see if that happens. You know, Brent, you could build a third bridge over Lake Pontchartrain in New Orleans with the miles of eye-rolling that the rest of the college football world does over the SEC's late-season scheduling. I mean, it's the SEC Southern Conference showdown for a lot of these teams. I mean, is is anybody who's engaged in one of these games and even the remotest, slightest bit of of trouble in this game? And why is it there a more concerted effort to have them play even a little bit tougher, you know, even a respectable game in this slot? I, I think Diesel, if they – listen, for whatever reason, people have less trouble with St. Alabama playing Chattanooga uh, in September than they do in November. Um, but that really upsets folks that you've got this before the rivalry games – I think one one thing that's going to help eventually, the SEC guys is going to nine league games, and that's going to take care of one of them. And the other thing is, Greg Sankey has made and making an effort to get everybody to play each other a lot quicker than they have. Uh, I mean, some of these teams still have even they're not played each other, not played each other for ten years. Something so that would that would help a little bit, but I think we still may have one or two of these, uh, regards of what's going to happen in the league, uh, with Texas and OU coming in. I know people don't like it, and I'll tell you what, um, there's some of these schools tomorrow, uh, and some of their fan bases. What's really going to get them steamed is they can't watch the game because they don't know how to do the technology. Because some of these games are on either ESPN Plus mm-hmm. or SEC Plus. And look, I'm not making fun of people because I struggle with it myself. Uh, but there are going to be some really weeping and gnashing of teeth, guys. Uh, it's more about 11.45 Eastern time when people realize, you mean I just can't turn on the regular TV and watch these games? Yeah, streaming is the <laughs> Unfortunately, whatever we like it or not, it seems like you're going to have to have five, six different streaming services yeah. in order to yeah. tune everything up to wave at a future. I've already yeah. cut down half my cable. I'm waiting for the other half to get sorted out. Uh, we're talking with Brent Beard here on Offsides and the Fan of State, uh, college football analyst for First Coast News, also votes on the Heisman. Uh, I got one more for here, Brent. Let's go locally. Looking at South Carolina, how much trouble would Shane Beamer be in if they would lose tomorrow against Kentucky? 
I don't think he is in danger of being fired. I think they know. I mean, will they be happy? No. But would he be really on the hot seat enough to 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 get nervous about this a little bit? I I just don't think so. I, I now if we're having this conversation a year from now, I think that's another uh, issue. But, but look, I mean, down here we're about an hour away from Gainesville, and you've got similar things going on as you guys know at University of Florida as you do some of these other schools like South Carolina, because uh, there's going to tell you when Florida is going to win again. Uh, and I'm just being truthful with that. But they, uh, what we understand, Napier will be back next year. I think Beamer will be too. Uh, but, I, but I understand the question. And, and, and look, uh, the thing that, I mean, if, if Carolina was to get routed, uh, in these last two games, I mean, you, you never know what might happen, but I think I think regardless right now, he's safe. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Brent Beard, kind enough to join us, friend of the program. Again, college football analyst for First Coast News, as well as uh, votes on the Heisman Trophy. Uh, he's also the co-host of the Second Helping Podcast, SEC in capital letters. I saw what you did there, Brent, uh, with Travis Ryder. Right. Uh, Brent, Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time as always, my friend. Glad to do it, guys. Take care. And happy Thanksgiving, by the way. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. All right, let's take a break here, Diesel. we got a lot to unpack here. If you want to jump in the line now that the guest line is open, 844-FAN-PHONE, 844-326-3663 is the number to get in touch with us. Of course, the carbro.com text line, 71307, keyword fan, followed by your message. Let's pay some bills here. But when we get back, let's get into some of these uh, college football games tomorrow, make some picks. Do a little do a little investigation to get you some coin in your pocket. It's diesel, it's cars with a K. You're listening to Offsides and a Fan of State. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Whoa, she did not get the memo. It is not a Mark Ryan vehicle today. Carlos Ortiz, it's Carlos Wood of K filling in for Mark. I got diesel, so you have some semblance of normalcy. 
on offsides here on the Fan Up State. Get keep getting those suggestions coming in. I'm making my list over here. I was like playing with my spreadsheet as the music was bumping. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I got actually got to talk. Eight four four fan phone eight four four three two six three six six three is the number to get into a con- touch with us. The carpro.com text line seven one three zero seven keyword fan followed by your message. Uh, I would rather do blank than watch Thursday night football. You, you send them to me whether it's here or on my Twitter, Carlos with a K C A R L O S with AK, I will compile your suggestions together, and I will get them out to the league at the end of the show. Uh, also, a texter has been chiming in. Which actor do you think could pull off playing Jim Harbaugh in the inevitable biopic that nobody's asking for? Uh, who's going to be the actor to play Jim Harbaugh? There's had some suggestions already. We had uh, Jim Caviezel, Brendan Fraser, John Belushi, if he was still with us. Um, there's someone got caught my eye. Uh, Diesel, I didn't read it earlier because it's pretty funny, and I didn't want to like bust out laughing. But uh, Texter writes in Jim Carrey because Harbaugh is a clown. <laughs> that one's pretty funny. Uh, but it's funny. I got that suggestion earlier in the week as well, and um, and I know we said it earlier today because uh, somebody else also said Jim Carrey. Um, but like, it's too comedic. Like, if you're gonna do the Jim Harbaugh movie. It's almost like a dramedy, right? Like, you, you don't want it to be too funny uh, because it's not ju- – like, him, Harbaugh is not funny. He's he's odd. He, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an odd duck. So you need someone to kind of be not necessarily hilarious or, or really even funny. You just need him to be kind of quirky. Um Tom Hanks can play any character. Uh, uh, Texture writes in, dude. Tom Hanks has literally played every character. He played. Was it um, what country? Did you see the Terminal Diesel? You know, are you familiar with that? I, movie? I know the movie you're talking about. I didn't ever. I never saw it. No. I forgot what fictional country it was supposed to be. It was like Uzbekistan or something like that. I think it was that's a real country. Well, Uzbekistan. I mean, I know. I understand it's a real country, uh, but it was supposed to be like Uzbekistan, like somewhere in the middle. Eastern, right, Middle Eastern kind of uh, Eastern European region, um, but the terminal. Uh, he was basically one from some, some company, Krakosian. Yes, that's what it was, Krakosia. Uh and it was like annexed, so it wasn't recognized as a real country. And a dude had to live out of an airport terminal for like ten years. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I butchered the plot. Um, his accent was awful. And he could still play that role. So Tom Hanks, and yes, could literally play anything. I mean, he just played Geppetto in like the live action. Uh, not Pita. interested. Yeah, not no. interested. Any live action movie, automatically, it's it does not register. Little Mermaid, Lion King, Aladdin. Actually, Aladdin was the one that I did see, and I regretted it because you you can't make these cartoon movies into a live adaption and think it's going to be anywhere near successful. It stunk. And this was before Will Smith was slapping people. This is back when I liked Will Smith. Uh, but, you know, him as the genie, just never, you could not top what Robin Williams did. And that was just his voice. So, nah, I'm all out on his live action movie. So, nah, yeah, listen, Tom Hanks can play whatever. Say, do that again. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm all out I, on live action. I need action the second movie. half Any of the Disney clip movie. where he goes, man, Will Smith <laughs> just slapped the bleep out of me. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting slapped, Casey uh, Chiefs uh, Chad, he's firing back on you. He's saying he'll die on the hill. Uh, move uh, Thursday night football to Saturday. Well, you'll be riding up there alone because nobody else wants to watch NFL on Saturdays. Casey Chiefs Chad. Yeah, no. Listen, even for an NFL apologist like me, 
Uh, I, I, I Saturdays is for college. I, I'm, I can't do it. Um, I, I can tolerate the postseason because you know college is pretty much winded down, so you can get away with it. But I'm good on Thursdays. I'm good on Saturdays. Hell, even some of the Monday night football games, you, you can miss me with that too. We had Raiders and Jets. I was like asleep by the third quarter. Like I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, Texer writes in Brad Pitt from Moneyball for uh, for Jim Harbaugh. I don't know because I don't really think he was. I didn't really think he was a great Billy Bean either. But then again, I don't really know Billy Bean. Like we know Jim Harbaugh, so that's it's a much more forward facing role. Uh, you you, you got to get Pitt's the turned right. into a. He's gotten uh, some deadpan comedic chops. Over the past couple of years, I mean, he was. I love them in Inglorious Bastards. He was great Hilarious. in Inglorious Bastards. He was great in uh, Th- Burn Before Reading, Burn After Reading. Uh, he was fantastic in. I'm blanking on the name now. It's the new like Bullet Train movie where he's an assassin and he's on a train. Oh, that with movie is thirty so other assassins. Funny. It's great. And it's literally called Bullet Train. There you go. You're blanking on the name. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie Bullet Train. Go find Bullet Train. It's fantastic. Yeah, I think it might still be on Netflix if you haven't canceled your Netflix subscription. Uh, Diesel, were you one of the people that had your subscription across multiple households? Like, you know, you had a cousin or a brother. I'm or using sister someone or else's subscription. There in my you go. So, so you're the other person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I, we, we, have a, we have an arrangement here. It's like I, I pay for the Hulu, someone else pays for the Netflix, and someone else pays for the uh, Amazon Prime. Or so is that still a thing then? Because, um, I got oh, it's really email. hard now with Netflix. Yes. I, every every two two weeks to twenty one days or so, I'm getting a uh, you've been logged out. You know, go through these steps to log back in thing, and it's such a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass, but I've gotten the email where it's like, "Hey, your subscription is in five different houses. You're gonna have to start <laughs> paying for them." And because you know, my in laws uh, have a, a, an account, my sister in law has an in- account. Um, I don't know if my brother-in-law has one. I but I, there's like five, six devices. Ooh, you're gonna figure, have to figure out who you love the least. Take it away. No, so no. The thing is, Netflix will let you account share, but you have to pay for it. So it's like, it's not full. Like you know, you're you're not doubling or tripling your membership based on how many houses. Um, uh, but it was significant enough to make me think like, uh, I might have to cut these people off or flat out just tell them to get their own subscription because, yeah you can um, you can share it to another household but then you have to you have to uh essentially verify every two weeks or so that this is your account yeah so you can't just give it to somebody because then you gotta you gotta you know update your let, household and it's gotta it. send a text message to the person who actually owns the account if they're not next to their phone at a given time i'm gonna have to wait and do it all over again later on it's a pain but you know it's also free, so I'm willing to keep doing it. I will tell you this though: if uh, if my sister in law or anybody's listening, uh, if I'm about to watch Peaky Blinders because I'm on season six right now, if it's time for me to get on, you're off. So Ooh, I'm uh, whatever on season you were doing, one, episode two of Peaky Blinders. Do you just started it too? Uh, what yeah, got I, what got you into it? Uh, I'd always wanted to. I'd always I'd always meant to watch it. Plus, uh, I had just seen um, Cillian Murphy in Oppenheimer. He was fantastic in that. I can't uh, so I wanted to go four, back. Four hours to watch that movie. I want it was well. You're missing out because it was really good. Uh, you know, break it apart. You know, do what you got to do. Um, you're not, you're an adult. You got this. Is it? Is it? You're literally in enough? the army. You can. I think you can handle a four hour movie. Dude, uh, there's something in the army. It's called death by PowerPoint. That's <laughs> literally with it, the second those lights dim and they start pulling out these slides, you are out. You know. Uh, that's half of my preparation for deployment was just trying to stay awake through PowerPoint, bro. You know, so 
It's a real corporation. Uh, Madcraft said, uh, damn, should have taken the over, Diesel. Uh, let's see. Logan Simpson puts sneaks in his pick. He'll take Tennessee over Georgia, minus 10. Uh, no chance. Uh, Isaac, you got to make sure that you get the um, the team that Kansas is playing in order for your pick to be valid. But Isaac texted in, uh, hoping he could still get an upset pick. He like Kansas 8.5. You got to tell me who Kansas is playing, Isaac, and uh, Mark should be able to kind of make all that happen. Uh, can I interest you in Adam Sandler as Jim Harbaugh? No. What no, about Christian Bale? Christian Bale, uh, according could, to Texas, yeah. could pull he could that be okay. Yeah. Adam Sandler, he was great in that basketball movie, Hustle. Yes, he was. Uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, his his role to me, that standout ones, like really changed my perspective on him. And, and this is the second time we're doing movies on a sports show, so I'm sorry to everybody here in the upstate. Uh, but if you haven't seen Uncut Gems, Incredible. that's the movie that really opened up the eyes to everybody that Sandler can actually act. I'll go as far as saying he got robbed, not even getting a nomination for an Oscar. I mean, listen, if you don't want to let him win it or whatever the case may be, fine, I I, I can deal with it. But he should have gotten nominated over somebody because his role in that movie was fantastic. I never thought I could see Sandler in a, in a really, this isn't a dramedy. This wasn't a, a serious movie with light undertones. Like this was some, deep dark drama stuff here you know i wanted to say bleep and then i realized the mic's on I can't do that uncut jeff's was, was, was great that casting was uh was on point that too. was the most uncomfortable movie i've watched in a long oh, time yeah. because you see this dude who just he he wins because he's good and then he just makes dumb mistakes and dumb yes. plays and loses it all and then the stakes keep getting raised higher and higher and higher throughout the movie and you're like would you stop would you stop you just like got everything you wanted quit while you're ahead yes and he just would not do it man so uh, uncut yeah, gems I, and hustle were both great yeah i i, I put uncut gems uh, above that for if you want to rank sandler a serious movies it's gems one hustler hustle two but he was really good in hustle as well uh maybe you can help me out with this one diesel we got a, a texture right writes in good afternoon enjoying the program well thank you friend i appreciate you listening uh, do we know what radio station will air the Hillcrest Man football game tonight? Do not know. We will not be it airing it, so I don't know. Unfortunately, I don't have that information, but uh, just stay with us. Why would you want to listen to anybody else? Uh, now, this one, I, I, we, I teased it earlier, and I wanted to pay off that tease here that Diesel is such a rules person. Like, I didn't picture Diesel. Like, I, I look at his, you know, we haven't actually met, obviously, Um which is strange because, you know, we have, you know, it seems we have some chemistry here. I mean, we can get through a three, four hour show uh, without killing each other. We talk during uh, off air, you know, and that's an accomplishment and stuff because I don't like people. Uh, but I never pegged Diesel, you know, looking at his Facebook profile and he sends me pictures of his dog. I never pictured Diesel as someone who is a stickler for the rules. You're, you know. You're a very law-abiding citizen, and I don't mean Gerard Butler because, you know, you're not blowing up people in cars. You're like, this is the rule. I don't care if it's stupid. It's the rule. We're going to follow it. Uh, you, I bet you're really fun at card games. Um, Texter writes in, I bet Brent's response to the rule about moving up, and this is in regards to James Madison, has steam kind of coming out of Diesel's ears. Diesel, why are you such a... We got to follow the rules to the letter of the law kind of deal. I, I, I'll introduce a little bit of anarchy in your life, man. Upset the establishment. 
Uh, if we let everyone do what they want to do anytime they want to do it, then everything falls apart. Good. Do you want college football to fall apart? I want chaos. Okay. I want chaos. Okay. So James Madison so should have is, James Madison should have a bowl game. So yeah, they should have a bowl game, but they shouldn't be eligible for New Year's Six. They shouldn't be like these are the these are the rules. Like you, they agreed to this. So I, I put it I put it to you this way: if you are driving down a road and it's a it's a four lane road, nice wide road, speed limit is thirty five miles an hour, and you get pulled over doing fifty five. Yeah, don't that's, ask me. That's I'm that's twenty for over. That's twenty over. So it's uh it's it's not an insignificant uh speeding ticket there, right? Cop pulls you over and says, "But officer, look how wide this road is. Look how few cars are on this road. Look how smooth this road is. Look how long it is until the next stoplight or the next turn. Shouldn't I be allowed to go fifty-five? And the officer is going to say, "No. Here's your ticket." Like, that's not how things work. You don't get to do what you want to do and then change the rules in the middle of the in the middle of the game. We should like, be able could, to change if the you rules get, to our own community. If you get, if you, uh, Carlos, if you, um, if you were a bad man and you just did something really bad to someone, if? you just, you just, you just killed somebody. Police officer shows up. You're like, but, but officer, but officer, it felt good to do it. Does that mean you get to get away with it? No. The rules are the rules. You got to deal with the rules, and James Madison knew full well the rules through moving up. Every other school who's moved up has had to play by the exact same rules. James Madison has an entitlement problem, and they want to change the rules to their benefit right now in this situation. If they weren't in this situation, if they were a 6-6 six and six football team, do you think James Madison would be fighting for this? No. If... They, were, they didn't think they were going to be this good this quick. Okay, that's fine. That's that fine, I will, but that, I will that's, neither, that. that's neither here nor there. They knew the rules. They signed the paperwork. They even got a concession to move up and play FBS football in their first transition year. No one else gets that. There is a level of entitlement that is permeating every level of society these days, and somebody, thank God, the NCAA is willing to stand up and say no. Now, look, do I think the rule is dumb? Yes. I 100% agree that the rule is dumb, but the rule is the rule. You don't get to change the rule to suit yourself in the middle of a season because you are you find yourself in a certain position for an opportunity. You don't get to change the rule in the middle of a season. Madcraft yesterday put this out there on the uh, YouTube stream. He said, if, uh, if, if loud music is legal on the beach... What about people who want to put on a, a Taylor Swift concert? And I said, well, if that's the case, you work to change the law, then you organize the concert. You don't book the band and then say, oh, bleep, we've got three months to, to, to get this legalized before showtime. That's not how it works. What's that old commercial? That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> hey, James Madison, don't listen to Diesel. He's a hater. You got to fight. For your right to party. I, I, I think it's a really bad look. A really bad look for James. And they're going to say, we don't care about this. And you're going to say, I don't care about that. Let's go. Uh, but it's an extremely bad look go, to, to get a job or to move up into a division of football and immediately start suing the NCAA as soon as you get there. No, listen, every, the that NCAA screw, gets sued you, you all the time. Denied, I might put a lawsuit at the end of the you show. You got denied twice. 
twice, and you're still fighting this. It is Three a really charm, baby. bad look. It's Three a really charm, bad baby. look to have to get your state legislature involved. I mean, like, how many times do we say this? How many times have, have you probably said this in your life, Carlos? Like, is this really the thing that we want our politicians spending their time on? Do we really want state politicians who need to work on fixing roads and getting murderers off the street and all these other things, do we really want them spending time getting a college football team eligible to play a bowl game? It's dumb. You it's know what a I want waste them to do? of time and resources. You know what I want these politicians to do? If you're listening, I want you to get rid of my speeding ticket. I showed up today and I had to go back <laughs> home. I got rescheduled for court on March. Take care of that speeding ticket. Let's pay some bills here before we get sued because everybody loves lawsuits. I'm suing Diesel. Before we get to hey, the, uh, the real winners in this situation are going right? to be the lawyers who get paid to litigate this. They're all Scrooge McDuck just diving into their pool of gold. 844-FAN-PHONE, 844-326-3663. Please call. Tell Diesel that he's wrong. Or the, the carpro.com text line, 71307, keyword fan. Please text. Tell Diesel he's wrong. When we come back, let's talk about this college football slate tomorrow. We didn't tease any games. Take care of that on the other side. Get you a little bit of coin. It's Diesel. It's Carlos McKay. You're listening to Offsides on the Phantom State. Do it. It's free. Costs you nothing. I paid the tap for you. You're welcome. It's Diesel. It's Carlos with a K filling in for Mark Ryan, listening to Offsides here on the Phantom State. And let's take a look at some of these games here, Diesel. Not really a slate that I'm, like, overly excited about. These are. This is just kind of the slog of games to get us to uh, you know conference championship weekend and uh, and obviously the big one being the uh, Paul Metal Bowl uh, next week with uh, Clemson and South Carolina, but there are some games that you want to keep an eye on because um you know it's going to dictate who gets into what for these bowl games. You know, a la Clemson, North Carolina, uh, you know North Carolina can be had. You know, can Clemson uh, get to eight wins uh, to end this season uh, and. That would, you know, tell you everything you need to know in terms of where they left. I don't have the spread on this game in front of me. Uh, but there was a couple of games that I wanted to touch base on, get get a listener some coins. I will tell you this. We've been talking so much about uh, Michigan, about the scandals and all that. Scandals be damned. The line on Michigan and Maryland, if you're into this and, you know, you're degenerate like I am part-time, uh, part uh, the line on this, it's 19 and a half. That's a big spread. And normally Michigan's good to cover that kind of stuff, Diesel. But um, I guess second week of no Jim Harbaugh, all the outside noise, firing their linebackers coach. And I think they're going to be guilty of already looking past Maryland. They're, they're looking at Ohio State. I don't think there's going to be any danger of an upset here. And I don't think it's going to be you know particularly close toward the end. But I will say Maryland can cover the spread. I like Maryland to keep it within 14. So if I'm going to put some coin this weekend, that's one of the games I'm looking at. I think Maryland's just going to be kind of hanging around, and Michigan's might be half in this. Again, it's a big game next week for them, so this has trapped to me written all over it. I'll take Maryland with the 19 and a half. I, I think that's a solid value play there. Uh, another game that I'm looking at here, who is Utah? At this point, uh, the line is one and a half, and they're actually dogs against Arizona. Which Utah is going to show up? I like Utah to win this outright. So uh, the money line is only you know minus one hundred four, but you can get minus one fifteen if you take the spread one and a half. So uh, give me Utah uh, over Arizona. And uh, other than that, 
Diesel, I'm hesitant to really touch this South Carolina-Kentucky game as well as this Clemson-North Carolina game. Uh, the lines are not favorable. If you're looking at Clemson and North Carolina, it's a 7.5 spread uh, where Clemson is favored despite not being despite being unranked. North Carolina is ranked number 22. I'm hesitant to touch it just because I don't know if Clemson can put up points. You know, we saw what they did last week. The defense essentially won them the game. Um, is Shipley the real deal? You know, you know, it seems like he's already got passed over for Mafa. So, Diesel, this is a tough weekend if you're, you know, into the uh, into parlays and just plates and bets. It's kind of, kind of one of those weekends you might want to sit out. I might touch two games like the ones I just gave, but I don't think I'm going to be really in bed with anything here. Can you watch? Many games, if like if you don't have money on it, do you regret not putting money on games that you that that have already started? You're like, I, I, oh man, I thought about that one, but I didn't. Well, with the with game, mobile gambling the way that it is, like if there's something, if there's a score that catches your uh, catches your eye by like, you know, by like a halftime, like if a team that was favored is down going into halftime, I might sprinkle a little bit of coins for them to come back and cover. Um, I, you know, I got to see what the odds are, but. It's never really too late to get into a game, and then you can watch it. But I just, me personally, if I didn't have a good feeling before kickoff, I probably just tend to stay away. But I'm also a very cautious uh, better. Like I don't gamble too often, and even when I do, it's like five bucks here, ten bucks here. Uh, you know, I'm not betting my mortgage or anything on top of it. Um, but yeah, like you can still get in on the action, which is funny because I know that's like one of the promo lines for one of these big uh, gaming companies. But since they don't sponsor us, I'm not giving you any uh, free promo. Um, but I don't do it. But you can certainly get yourself engaged here. Uh, it's a couple of uh, a couple of games that our texters uh, and listeners are interested in. Matcraft is going to take Colorado plus four over Washington State. That's not a bad deal. I, I kind of looked at it too, but I think Colorado's kind. It's it's hit. They've hit their ceiling at this point. A lot of injuries. Uh, and listen, commend Dion and, and the crew for what he's done all year. Now. Dumping offensive coordinators midseason, I think, is a bit rash, especially since you know the offense isn't really the problem. Their line is a problem. Um, but you know, if you want to, if you want to get Pat Shermer, fail head coach in the NFL twice, stunk as a giant, could stand him. Uh, if you want to have him play calls for you or call plays for you, fine, not a big deal. Uh, but Matt Kraft is going to take Colorado plus four over Washington State. Not a bad deal. I I, I kind of did look at that. Uh, Spurdy Daddy, uh, what's going on, Spurdy Daddy? He weighs in. Uh, you'll make many, many mole games. Be patient. Wait your turn. Tell them, Diesel. App State had to wait. And this is in regards to Jane well, Madison here's, uh, hanging out. Here's, uh, and, and not, they're, they're not are, being eligible for the New Year's Six. They're attempting to argue from an antitrust standpoint that not playing in a bowl game uh, will hinder their ability to make uh, money that they otherwise would make if they went to a bowl game this year. And I agree in an antitrust sense that is true. But – how do you go back and how do you legislate that? Because if you if James Madison wins, then every team who was in a situation over the last 15 years or so who moved up to the FBS, who was subject to the same rule, they can then sue for damages and say, well, you took away our ability to make money the season that we were uh, banned from a bowl game. Not every team who moves, who moves up does uh, is in a position to go to a bowl game, but the, those who have been – 
could certainly go back and argue and sue the NCAA and say, well, no, 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 no. Now you retroactively owe us 500K, whatever, whatever they might have made in a bowl game. Now you owe us that money. And does the NCAA really want that smoke where they have to go back and pay out all of these schools that they denied years ago? Nah, sure, should have, could have, would have. <laughs> if you really, if, if there was a school earlier that had a case to make a a, a lawsuit, but they and, didn't and, have and a case them. because they signed the agreement, they knew the rules, they respected well, the rules when they the moved rules up. Rules don't apply to James Madison. Exactly, it's they called entitlement. That's right. Let him in. Don't listen to Diesel. Let him in. I'm an agent of chaos. Speaking of chaos, uh, Texer writes in Jared Leto. Could play a weirdo Jim Harbaugh. Jared Leto has sucked in every movie he's done in the past decade. I don't. So I was just about. He has to, been dude, awful. We're right there. We're we're very simpatico, despite being two completely like, different personalities here. I Jared Leto to me is one of the most overrated actors. Like, did you guys not Hollywood. see Morbius? Do you really want that guy playing uh, that, Jim Harbaugh? It was a pile I of garbage. Was not watching that movie. It was awful. That, I was not watching. I only Morbius. watched it because it was on a streaming service and it was paid for. I am a big. Marvel guy. And in fact, I still need to watch that last episode of Loki. I'm waiting for my wife to come back home from vacation because it's killing me not being able to watch it, especially with a TV right in front of me. I want to see what happens. Uh, Jared Leto as the Joker. Jared Leto as Morbius. Uh, Mobius? Yeah, no, it was Morbius. Uh, Jared Leto as anybody. It's overrated. He stinks. He, I, I, I don't get the appeal. What is it because you know he used to be in a band or because he goes quote-unquote methodical acting and he gets completely into character that he's supposedly good dude he hasn't won a thing he stinks he was overrated get jared Leto, jared Leto out of here uh he was awful in morbius he was awful in house of gucci he was awful in uh in suicide squad he was awful in blade runner he was almost okay and tolerable in the snyder cut of justice league but he was only in it for like 10 seconds Stop trying to make Jared Leto as an actor a thing. He's not good. It's not. It's, yes, it's not like Fetch is going to take all of a sudden. That's so Fetch. No, we're stop making it a I, thing. He Jared was, Leto as an actor is not a thing. He was only good in Dallas Buyers Club and Lord of War. And Lord of War was okay. Yeah, it wasn't a great. It wasn't a fantastic movie. It was okay, but he wasn't yeah, the main character in it. Stop trying to prop him up. He wasn't good back, in Alexander either, and that was that movie could have uh, been so much I, better. Oh my! I fell asleep in that. The best thing he ever did was get hacked to pieces in American Psycho. (laughs) Yeah, because who wouldn't want to take a cleaver to him? Uh, Let's go to break before we get in trouble here. And uh, the boss is to take a cleaver to me. Uh, Coming up on the other side, the top five of five, the five stories that you need to care about, because we said so. It's Diesel. It's Carl's with a K. You're listening to Offsides on a Phantom State. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.